All right, welcome back to episode 10. We made it to episode 10 of the Casual MMA Podcast. Uh, me and Travis are, are back here with you to uh, to discuss uh, briefly what we're going to cover. Uh, UFC Busan, a couple of the Busan, Busan, where is it? China, Korea, it's all, you know, whatever. Uh, just an ignorant white kid. Um, and then we'll jump Super into racist. some of the yearly superlatives that we've kind of come up with, um, you know, kind of recapping uh, UFC or yeah, UFC, the UFC in 2019. And then kind of, we'll discuss a little bit kind of moving forward. What we, what we expect to see in the MMA sphere in, uh, in 2020 and like what we're excited for and all that. Um, but yeah, we're going to have like kind of a list of superlatives. We have not, I want to make that clear. We have not discussed our own perspectives on this. Um, and honestly, like I have things kind of like noted out that I wanted that I have for each of our superlatives, but I already know that I'm going to change my mind last second for a couple of these, uh, because I can't, I can't really decide, but um, starting off, we'll just we'll talk about real quick UFC Busan. Um, I mean the two main events. There were some, you know, I didn't I did not watch the uh, the whole card and any you know what I did watch was the morning after. That's the that's the casual in me. I didn't wake up at three a.m. to watch the uh, from the prelims onward. So uh, yeah, I kind of I watched after. Obviously, Frankie got upset. I mean, was it the haircut? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no two ways. Yeah, that was that was bad. He looked, he did look younger. So maybe if that's what he was going for to try to bring back some youth. But man, no, yeah, it, it was it was a bad cut and uh, bad cut, know. bad performance. Well, I mean, to be fair, Korean Zombie, he's putting him away, man. Yeah, he really yeah. is. I want to see where he. Can, I mean, he's he's. I'm not. I don't know. About a title shot. I mean, he he lost. You got to do the Yaya rematch. I think. Uh yeah. Honestly, I I think that's a good, especially if the if Max Vol- Volkanovski, Max and Volkanovski is going to happen, uh, like in a, as an immediate rematch. But Which even so, like um, and who, God, who? Why am I blanking so hard? Who did Korean Zombie beat before that? Oh, Moicano, who's moving up the light. Well, <laughs> Moicano had just lost anyway, so that doesn't. That kind of flew under yeah. the radar. Was it Moicano? Am I wrong? Uh, no, it is Moicano. No. Yeah, yeah, Moicano. Um, he he went on a uh, he was like knocking on the door there of a title shot, and then he lost to like Jose and Korean Zombie. Yeah, he um he, he, he had a little bit off. of a skid there. Um, okay, but no, yeah, I mean Korean Zombie's an absolute killer. I think the Yair rematch is a good call. I really do. I think that's big, especially um, since he was winning that fight hand like across all scorecards until the very last second. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. So I that he's got a big future. Frankie, obviously, that well, we were right. The Sanhagen thing didn't work out. <laughs> Surprisingly yeah. enough, when you get KO'd one round in, they don't want you getting banged up on thirty days from now. Um. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I think I think a lot of people saw that coming. I mean, Frankie's such like a you know uh, what's the word? He's like a I don't fan know. favorite. He like, is uh, a fan favorite. He's got a big heart. Um, he's, he's just one of those guys that you don't like to see. He's kind of like a cowboy. He's like getting older, but he's still got like that fight in him, and you don't want to see that kind of go down. But yeah, Korean Zombie's a killer. And then Rockich lost the close decision. I mean, that's not that's not that big of a shot to him because a it was Vulcan who is not a joke at all. Um, and then yeah, you know, losing a close decision, it's not like he's going to really drop back far in the rankings or have to face you know an unranked guy next. You know, he's still kind of in this middle mix even after that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, uh, Vul- Vulcan is. I mean, he's he, he's kind of turned into. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to explain his role in the two hundred five division. It's like he's not really a gatekeeper because he's, or maybe he's just a successful gatekeeper. Like, yeah, he's just yeah, uh, he's just beating the guys and like you know, or he didn't beat Reyes, but I mean, he was kind of the reason why Reyes had to fight Weidman. I feel like 
because he looks so Reyes looks so yeah close to Vulcan, and then um and now yeah to beat Rockich, I mean that. I mean, they just came off a win against Latifi. Yeah, I mean, it was a split decision. Um, I mean, Rock the Rockage one was. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I still think Rockage could be that exciting guy. He didn't get smashed like uh, no, not at all. Like Johnny did. <laughs> so right. yeah, you know. So there's the, the God, there's yeah. a little bit more upside um, for Rockage. I'm still holding out hope, but I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, I was thinking Vulcan might be out of the title conversation, but now I feel like he's won more big win away like, well who's who's next for vulcan yeah uh because yeah, jan the... and Corey are fighting i mean johnny walker yeah. would be weird uh because johnny just lost to someone actually know that him and vulcan Corey's ranked higher now but yeah i don't really know who'd be next for vulcan but i mean he should get like a i don't know like a two to four maybe an anthony smith man yeah, Anthony Smith, or if uh, I still, I still feel like we're gonna see Gustafson again. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna see him again. I-, I could see that being a logical fight because Gus would need to come in order to be enticed to come back. He would need someone near the top of the ladder. Agreed. And that would be a big enough fight for Vulcan too to get excited about. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if. I mean, either way, I think Rockage was the new blood that we needed. We talked about that. But and I, you know, you know, I yeah, I think he's still he's still got a definite future. Like you said, he didn't get crushed. He's only lost one fight ever, and it was his first one, I believe. Um, yeah. so you know, that was it was you know rough to see it go to a split decision and not have like a, which I didn't think that was really going to happen anyway, just because Vulcan's so good. But you know, not yeah. you know, something crazy didn't happen to kind of like catapult you know the hype train that is you know behind Rockets now. But um, that's you know it's it still kind of shifts around the uh, light heavyweight division. Not not too much just because of what's at the top, like Santos and Jones, and I guess yeah. Reyes. But um, and then as far kind of wrapping up Busan, Korean Superboy. There was a, a lot of hype around him because like you know he's this innocent looking literally, literally looks like a boy like a child right. and he's like such a violent dude but nah he uh he got uh he got he got slept he got stopped yeah so yeah i mean i don't and and he was losing i mean it wasn't just like he right. you know i mean look at the the fight stats I, I i was like you i didn't get up and watch the fights uh i watched the highlights and then now just looking at the um the copy box or, or whatever you want to call it the, the total strikes i mean percentage hey, it didn't make your uh thing crash yeah. again Right. Well, yeah, I wised up and did it on my phone finally. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, significant strike percentage, uh, 64 to 42 significant strikes uh, was Jordan. Um, Total strikes, 75 to 44. I mean, yeah, he was, I mean, yeah, he he, he got dominated. So another 2019 was the year of, not that, you know, Choi Du Hu was a, was a hype train. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're, that's a good point. Not on the level of some of these other guys. Um, well that, that's a little bit of a, uh, a a segue into uh, our superlatives here. So we'll, we'll jump in first. We'll alternate, um, as far as like saying first, so it doesn't sound like we, so like we're just copying each other, but it might happen. I don't know. Some of these are uh, some of these are definitely a little more obvious than others. Um. So first one, let's go. Let's, let's we go. should start, we should start at the bottom. We should start at like like the bottom of the list. Yep. Okay. We're, you're right. Uh. All right. Well, here you start. Predictions for uh, fighter the fighter of the year next year. Actually, let's do that one last. Let's do. <laughs> let's let's start. No, let's start a little um, teaser for later. There you go. Yeah. No. Let's. Uh, no, that'll be a good one to roll into next yeah, year. Right. So, uh, let's do let's do biggest disappointment first. Okay. Well, I'll start because it <laughs> it's literally a monkey on my back at all times. 
so as you know, uh, well, as you know, and then honestly, people, if you've listened to any of the, pretty much any of the other you know, prior podcasts, uh, a lot of hype. Well, not just me, but, you know, Ben Askren coming in 18 and 0 or whatever he was, you know, two yeah. promotion world champ. He kind of had this mystique around him. It's like you've got this flabby guy. I mean, albeit he was, you know, one of the best collegiate wrestlers in the world and, uh, you know, went to the Olympics. And so it's not like he was, you know, though, you know, it wasn't that weird, but it was just like, man, this guy's really not losing. And then comes in and then the Robbie thing, you know, you could look at it two ways. Now it looks worse in hindsight, but when it happened, it's yeah. like, oh my God, like, you know, Ben still won, you know, he still yeah. got the win. So it's like, oh my God, it's like, can Ben really just not lose like against some of these guys? And then boy, <laughs> yeah, talk about a, just a absolute, the biggest T-bone of all time. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, which kind of a freak thing, but then he gets a chance against Maya and I don't know. It's He had a weird trajectory because the, Jorge thing, that's a one in a million shot. And then yeah. the the Maya fight, you know, it was close. I think Ben was winning two to one. And then, but man, gave up his back, which that, is what you don't do against yeah. Damian Maya. And bad so match. That was a bad matchup for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but ben but respect yours. to Ben for coming off of a, a huge derailment like that and then putting up his legacy of being one of the best MMA grapplers in the world against the other guy in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean Ben's not the type of guy to back down, and I mean, and, and everybody still kind of fell in love with his personality because he handled a loss well too. Both, yeah. But the problem, I mean, it, well, he was the definition of a hype train. I mean, between yes. Joe Rogan and Brendan Schaub hyping him up on the show before <laughs> he ever had a fight, and Daniel Cormier and Tyron Woodley and all these guys saying, "Yeah, like no one's going to be able to wrestle with this guy," and and then, um, yeah, so uh, that's so mine. Ben. So Ben was yours. Yeah. Um, so I actually, of all the, the categories, I had the most notes on biggest disappointment. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, um, actually listed, uh, like kind of four things that came to mind, but I'll just quickly run through them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, from kind of what I ranked like four down to one, um, number four was more situational, I guess, than anything, but it was like Connor's hiatus. Um, yeah, just him, him tweeting the whole year and just like us not knowing until last, you know, a couple of weeks ago, if we were ever going to get to see him again. And, you know, we were so salivate, salivating after the, um, the, the Khabib fight. Yeah. Cause it left such a gap of like what was going to be next. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was, that was frustrating. I don't know if that was the biggest disappointment, but looking back, it was like just kind of a dud thing, but anyway, right. um, number three, this one's going to be the surprising disappointment, but I, I put Max Holloway. Um, Max Holloway would started the year out as probably in the conversation for number one pound for pound, uh, yeah. you know, best featherweight ever. And then, you know, potentially looking to become a two division champ in, in that fight against, uh, Dustin Poirier. Poirier. and now he's lost two of three and it's not just that he's lost two of three. It's been against very stiff competition. Um, but the right. only, the only big win he had this year was against Frankie. Um, right, and that's, and then, you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we just kind of see what like that means at this point and then um yeah I, I just feel like max is he's looked a little one-dimensional um in these last three fights and guys are um they're they're figuring him out it was like after the ortega win last year we were like man yeah he really might be approaching that unbeatable status and then yeah to lose two out of three um was tough so anyway that was kind of number three mm-hmm. and then um the last two are just right up your alley here uh johnny oh, walker <laughs> oh god uh, yeah johnny, i mean 
Johnny was just uh, he was such a flash in the pan um in a way I mean the knockouts were so, so amazing exciting. he he had the look and it was just like dude this guy's going to rescue 205 like him and John <laughs> are going to have like at least two fights I mean you know and and that may still all happen we have no way of knowing but to to go out and to lose to kind of a journeyman to kind of a guy that's been around the division for years to get slapped by a wrestler man yeah <laughs> to get to get really broken up and then I won't beat the dead horse but number one I had was also Ben Askren yeah no disappointment. we uh... so the unanimous decision here biggest disappointment <laughs> was Ben Askren Ben Askren <laughs> is a giant disappointment yeah all right well I went first on that one so we'll go ahead and I'll just segue you into the next one what's uh uh so upset of the year i assume you know we're talking about fight up with just one fight upset yeah yeah okay. one, all right well you start upset uh yeah so i i boiled it down to two um the uh i actually had a hard time picking between these two um but i, feel I like we might match on one i'm, I'm just thinking go i'm gonna go number I'm, the one i ended up going with was cejudo over dillashaw which will oh yeah probably yeah that probably will surprise you a little bit because if you remember i, I forgot about it I picked that. I, I actually picked Cejudo to beat Dillashaw, and, and you and our friend Dalton were, were giving me just all the business up to that fight that I was <laughs> picking Cejudo. But um, it was really just that I, I don't like TJ Dillashaw, as you know. Like, I just think, right. he, like, personality wise, he just. Turns out I don't like either of them, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm not a huge Cejudo fan either. We ripped but, on him uh, in the last one, but go yeah. ahead. But, um, but it, it, at that point, that was, that was very surprising. I mean, it, it was basically. That was molded as a fight that was supposed to bury um, that that division, and then for him to, um, you know, go up there and 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 just, I mean, run through Dillashaw the way he did. Um, I know that was yeah, that that was huge. And then the the close close second, uh, the one that I think was actually the biggest like Vegas odds difference uh, was the Pettis over Stephen Thompson win. Oh man, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah, I think I that was. I think when I, I was doing a little a little bit of research today, uh, I think that was actually in the UFC. I think that was the the biggest like Vegas odds because I think I think Pettis was like a plus. Might have been like a plus five hundred or something. Man, I mean, I believe it because I mean he's moving up, and Wonder Boy's an absolute killer. So I mean, that's I believe those. Yeah. And yeah, I I remember watching that that night and being like, oh, oh no, no, yeah. but really, that was yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, Wonder Boy who's had well over a hundred professional fights to get knocked. Out. It's not that you know Pettis isn't a joke, but to get slept at a guy who's you know a yeah. you know been a smaller guy his whole life. That's and, and it was true upset fashion because I mean Wonder Boy was winning. I mean he was yeah, that's an actual upset. He was controlling the fight, and then just the 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 Superman hook kind of off the cage. That was wild. So yeah, that um, was close, close second actually. But that's yeah. that's a that one's really good. Um, yeah, both of those actually are good ones. Good ones to point out. We didn't uh we did not match on this one. So I have this isn't in hindsight this is not that big of an upset, but at the time. For a lot of people, it was, and it was for me, uh, Jorge Masvidal and Darren Till, because yeah, that Darren was Till, uh, that was one I looked at too. That was good. Yeah. Um, Darren Till obviously can't, he was coming off the loss against Woodley, uh, but he's still a huge name. He's great talker, and, and, for, and first of all, the, him losing to Jorge, thankfully, because me and you both like him, and a lot of people do, it didn't really derail him too much. He made a move up to 185, and it appears was a safe move. He beat <laughs> Gaslam handily. Um, but at the time, man, I really do think they were trying to just give him another 
highlight, give him more fuel for his highlight reel, man. And uh, people were underestimating Jorge a little bit. Jorge was on, you know, he was having a bad skid. What was he like? One and three in his last four before that. And and he had almost a two year hiatus also. Yeah. Right. So, So, yeah, it was totally supposed to be a bounce back fight for Till. Yeah. Um, And then, and then the way exact kind of just how you were saying, I mean, I mean, Darren, first of all, came out the gate and hit him with a left straight. And I was like, well, this is over because I mean, he sat Jorge down and then, um, and, it was a domination from from there on out, but you know I, I definitely feel like Darren was controlling the fight, and then boy, hit him with the three piece, and then the soda on the canvas. The worst shot of that knockout was the canvas on the back of his head. That yeah. was rough, dude. That, that every time I see that in a highlight reel, now I'm like, God, that's just yeah. concussion city. But that was that was my upset because just Darren Till was was still a bit of a hype train, and that was like you said, going to try. I think they were trying to make that a, a bounce back fight for for Darren, but it worked out because Jorge became. A humongous star. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, that was that was wild. Fight of the year. Uh, okay, so I juggled between two on this one. Um, I, this is mine, right? I'll start. Yeah, it's fine. I'll start. Yeah. Um, so fight of the year. Uh, so I'll start with the the my second one, and I'll jump to what I what I my fight of the year was. Um, I I really I thought Poirier Holloway two was was an absolute barn burner because I had yeah. n- I I had no clue. It's it's not super common that you have no clue what's going to happen and then as the fight's going on until kind of like round four and five but you still don't really know what's going to happen because the first half of that fight was pretty neck and neck and dustin started to dustin's power behind his shots mixed with the volume was starting to add up more obviously but um but as that fight was going i was like man i mean i I absolutely love that fight i think part of it was just I really liked both of those guys and respected both of those guys. And, and the outcome was pretty significant, you know, interim lightweight champ and all that. So I thought that fight was absolutely amazing. I could watch that fight every day and be entertained. It, it was, a, I thought it was just a, a fun fight to watch. And then oh. uh, my fight of the year is Paulo versus EOL. Just because, <laughs> just because um, there was just a lot of moments in that where it was, I, I've never been out of my seat so fast when they knocked each other, when they both, knocked each other down in the span of like 15 seconds when Paulo saluted Yoel and like was marching forward and all that. I just remember. So and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it really was. <laughs> and I, I like, I just, it it was not the most technical fight of the year, but, or, you know, I, it wasn't even as, I don't know what the word is. Um, basically my point is there was just the most moments I think in that fight where I was absolutely like out of my seat, like nail biting, just, I felt like somebody something was about to explode. It was so crazy. Yeah. Well, they're so both so explosive. I mean, just and the yeah. fact that someone didn't get finished is, and I'm convinced Yoel is made out of titanium. They but anyway. both, yeah. I mean, the, the durability they both showed was was unbelievable. That it just you know, as well to, to segue off into mine. That's my number two. Actually, that was okay. my my kind of runner up for fight of the year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, just. It, it, part of it too was the build up. It was like it's like it it can't live up. Like these yeah, two, these two dudes can't live up to what we think they're gonna do, and then they did. Yeah, and they dude, They hit each. They dropped each other twice each in the first round, and or yeah, yeah, at least once each. But I think it was like mm-hmm. twice each in the first round. Yeah, um, and they and just to be as big and as just jacked as those two as those two guys are, and then to still keep coming back for three just nasty rounds. Um, yeah, I I was all I was all I would be all in. Um, oh God! Um, on a rematch, that, don't see them doing it again, and and who knows? We might see it uh, for a title. We, I mean, who, at this point, no, really, we might. The way yeah. things are, sh- the way things are shaking up. But anyway, 
that was my number two. Um, and I was surprised that you, uh, yeah, that you didn't go with this one. Uh, I thought we were going to be, this was like an obvious, uh, an obvious one, but I thought, I still thought Izzy and Gastelum was yeah, that the was, fight of the year. Um, that, first of all, we just to a brief, I won't interrupt, but the, the, what was that? UFC 236. Yeah. Same, same card. As, That's a, um, dude, what a, what a couple of main events, but anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. That was probably third if I had to pick. Yeah, yeah, I just or thought right as far as change, like big changes in momentum, it came out and and, and we kind of weren't giving Kelvin a shot, and mm-hmm. then Kelvin like, and then by the second round, it's like we weren't giving Izzy a shot because Kelvin looked so yeah. good in the first round, and then um, and God, yeah, Kelvin Izzy just showed, down. yeah, he, but I mean, he showed so much composure, uh, Izzy did, and um, that last round, I mean, he just he just came in the clutch and just, just it really was, it was like everything he had, apart. yeah, and just like ten eight. I mean, dominated the last round, walked away with it. But I mean, just an unbelievable back and forth. The two dudes looked like, I mean, they were just ground beef at the end. But yeah, uh, and I, I was in beta. I'm not all. I don't. I actually am in in like a bar beatups less often than I used to be, just because I like hearing the commentary and like watching my friends in like the apartment or something. But I, <laughs> dude, I was in. I well, I was in beatups for both of those because, like we said, they were both UFC 236, and and I remember watching like that fight and i i i don't remember even sitting down for the fight it was it was right. one of those and and when izzy almost grabbed what was it? he almost grabbed like a guillotine or a triangle or something like it was at the very end of a round but i remember he like yeah. tried to like hook a sub in and i was like what i was i was the I loud know. obnoxious he guy stepped, he, he stepped out of his comfort zone a lot yeah and uh and yeah, and just Kelvin, man, just like the way he he closed the distance so well and and i mean landed some big shots and um, I mean, he hurt Izzy for sure, uh, several times. So, I mean, yeah, that was, that was a brawl to me. That was, um, that was the fight of the year and going in, it wasn't even a fight. It was a fight I like was not excited about. I was like, yeah. I was like, man, this is a placeholder for Whitaker and Izzy. And then it ended up being way better than the Whitaker fight. But uh, I know, man, dude, that's incredible. That's a different yeah. subject. But the fact that yeah. he struggled for five rounds with Gaslam hard, which props to Gaslam who like, you know, we've yeah. talked about, he's not like a, he's not huge on our radar, but to give him a five round fight and then for Izzy to kind of in hindsight embarrass Whitaker <laughs> yeah. to knock him out twice basically is right. uh, is noteworthy. Um yeah. okay. Yeah, you're next for you jump into this next one and you'll yeah, yeah. you can start for this. Uh so newcomer of the year. I, I did two on this one, like and the, the, <laughs> we didn't really set like a hard template on how to do these, but um no. I, on, on on this one I went male and female. Um Okay. Just because I thought there was two that made sense. So, um, just because Wheelie Zhang, uh, she, uh, yeah, she's, I mean, talk about just doing so much in so little time. Um, now, she did have two fights in, in 2018 that were buried on like fight night undercards, like fight pass. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, didn't for know her, her name to, last year. Yeah, exactly. And for there, now her to come up and just run through Andrade. And um, I, I do, I would like to see, I mean, it looks like we're going to get her and Joanna. Um, which is going to be, a, I think, a big step up. But she's looked very dominant, man. Her striking and her athleticism and quickness seems to be on like a different. Oh yeah, uh, different she's on like she had tw- like a twenty win streak or something. It's, I mean, yeah, and I mean, I think I think we could be looking at some super fights maybe with her and Bullet. Um, oh. Yeah, like I think I think there could be some pretty awesome fights with her. But yeah, I mean, four she's four fights in technically. Yeah, and two of them were throwaway fights last year. So and and um, then bringing all the attention to Asia, and she's the yeah. first Chinese champion. 
yes. Yeah. So so yeah, and to bring all that attention there, and you know, to bring because because they've got one over there, and you know, whatever promotions we don't even really know about, just because we're not yeah. from there, and and you know, just to bring the attention of the U. Not that it was not present at all, but it extended the name of the UFC over there. Oh yeah, jam, definitely. So. Definitely. So go ahead with your. I did um, not pick her, or like I didn't. I did not split up in a male and female. I, uh, I went with, went with just a male. So, but I definitely think that's a perfect addition. So go ahead. Um, I had uh, I had a few guys I was kind of kicking around. Um, I didn't pick one of them because I thought you were going to pick one of them. And if you don't pick him, I'll disclose who that is. But um, I think I, 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 I ended up. I, <laughs> I ended up going with Jeff Neal. Actually, same deal. He had, a, he had a couple fights in in 2018. But the dude's five and zero in the UFC. Uh, one of his fights in 2018 was just his contender series fight, um, and now with the way he just ran through Mike Perry, yeah, um, that dude is gonna be in the mix at 170 now. Uh, yeah, should be in the mix at one. Should be getting some serious serious fights. Um, Absolutely, the next year. Or so yeah, and so Jeff Neal and, and Wheelie Zhang. Yeah. All right. No, those are uh, those are super good. I wouldn't have thought of Jeff Neal. I don't know. I don't know why he definitely. That's a. Um, were you thinking Bryce Mitchell per chance? Uh, I was. That's who. I okay. was the other guy. <laughs> okay. I was. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. No, I think. Um, I think to come out and do what he did, and it's funny because well, he's just. We talked about it. his personality is just. I was about to say his personality is perfect. That's not what I mean. I mean just having the way he is is perfect for like who he is. He's he is selling himself fantastically as like this just deep southern like kind of like over the top like redneck like I want my camo shorts. Like people are petitioning to get his camo shorts from Reebok. Um you know, he's kind of this new personality. We don't really have that. There's not really currently like this like like down south southern boy. I mean, Colby's like the you know like the the Donald the you know the Trump train like all that. But he's that's not the same thing. He's like you know like he talks about Arkansas. He talks about his family. Uh, you know he's like religious, but like camo shorts and all that. And then to come out and be the second twister submission in UFC history, and then before yeah, that, that have wild. like a barn burner fight. Um, and you know I, I even after you know after this he was on you know Theo Vaughn's podcast. So extending past yeah. MMA, I mean he's oh, you know he has some. He has the sound out. clips. Yeah, he has the sound bites to be. Oh able yeah, to dude, the quickly... Floyd comment. <laughs> oh yeah, the Floyd. Yeah, I'm, he uh, always. I'll knock him out so hard he'll wake up, be able to read a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was hilarious. So like little things like that, and then not to mention being a twelve and zero uh, featherweight, and you know fantastic grappling um you know he's a good striker he's fun to watch his fight before the the one he just had with the uh the twister um was like a was a fantastic mix of like striking and then when it got to the ground his jujitsu was just like a spectacle so yeah. uh yeah you called that that's my uh that's my newcomer <laughs> um so that's cool uh, so it's your turn to go first on comeback fighter of the year oh man so this is one that i'm have been struggling with kind of like all day like when i've been kind of going back looking at this list um i have the, the it's hard to call these i have t two in mind and i think i'm just gonna uh, say the one because one of them is just uh, i was gonna say and this is just kind of a personal thing for me i was gonna talk about like wonder boy because that pettis knockout was so devastating to him that to, for me, I was a little worried, but then to come back and dominate Luke the way he did, yeah. this uh, that was incredible to me. That was one of okay. the best sh like showcases that he's had in a while. I don't think that should put him in comeback fighter of the year, but to be honest, neither does my second guy. Uh, yeah. But I just think that was a fantastic comeback moment slash like comeback fight. But the hype train that has been reborn around uh, Kevin Lee. 
okay. to to yeah. put away uh a Gregor Gillespie, who I told you several times, I'm like, man, dude, Kevin's about to get worked again, dude. But I think not to not only to come back and have that finish against Gillespie, um, which obviously is you know one on is up for a contention of knockout of the year. But this move to TriStar now he's under Faraz Sahabi. Um, his personality is a little bit different. Like he's his confident self, but he's not as flashy with it. You know, um, yeah. he was like he was kind of quiet in the lead up to the Gillespie fight, and then knocked him out. And I don't know. I, I this this is a little bit of a cheat because this isn't he's not you know because he had a loss earlier in the year, so it's kind of hard to say this was a comeback year for Kevin Lee because it wasn't. But I think the way he ended the year and then moving into next year, I think he's a big name as far as like a comeback because he had the loss to Al and then RDA. And yeah. I think he's I think he's bouncing back. So kind of a circumvention of like what it really should be. But I don't know. That's who I'm excited for when I think of like a, a real like comeback. So yeah, I, I, I totally agree. He I had a tie for this one. I had a straight up tie for this. I couldn't decide between two. And um, yeah, Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee was one of them. OK. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just like everything you said, I mean, to come in and I, I think, I, I mean, tough. Kevin Lee's always a tough fight. And I mean, you talk about a guy that almost always gets to an advantageous position against anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like a guy that Ferguson. Oh, he was at full mount on Tony Ferguson. I mean, like literally moments away from finishing him. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, Ally Aquina, like he, he got some big dominant takedown time, like, you know, Matt Control versus Al and. I mean, he's a strong dude, man. He he really has a ton of upside. So yeah, I had Kevin Lee as okay. from where he finished and where he can go next year uh, is big. And then um, almost identical situation, kind of not identical, but similar situation. Uh, I had Darren Till as the other one. Ooh, um, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's very good. Da- Darren Till um, was in danger of going from full blown 2018 hype train to uh i don't know signing with bellator or something you know like yeah i mean well to get stopped twice yeah yeah yeah, exactly and um totally outclassed by tyron uh and then to come back in and and win a convincing round against jorge and then just get slept against him and what was supposed to be your stepping stone fight i was like what is happening but then he you know he listened to everybody he moved up to 185 um, but the other thing is, is like just the maturation that guy had to go through. Um, oh yeah. You know, he was so, uh, yeah, cause he went to, he ended up going to jail because of that weird, you know, breaking oh, into yeah. the, the, the car thing, whatever happened over there in, uh, um, in the UK. But, uh, anyway, he, uh, got in some trouble, had the trouble with his visa on fight week and like, didn't Man, know I forgot about be able that. to be there and then to come in and dominate wire to wire over Gastelum, who was right there against Izzy the whole time, and Till disposed of him. Yeah, that's more, that's a good point. So, yeah, Till and Kevin Lee, I think. Um, hopefully, Till stays at 185. Uh, I, I don't want him to go back down to 170. I don't think he needs to. Uh, he he's bigger than a lot of the 185ers. Like he's yeah. Oh, he's, he's big, giant. And to yeah. be fair, Gastelum's small. <laughs> But he is, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, they look like they were two different weight classes. I mean, absolutely, he's, and he's thicker than Izzy is for sure, and um, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I think he could find his home there. Uh, he's just he's gonna struggle with the really strong wrestlers like UL and 
assuming Yoel doesn't ever age and just continues to be this freak beast of a human being. Yeah, man. But anyway. Well, apparently it doesn't take damage. Anyway, um, all right. So, okay. Well, there you go. You can go ahead and start. This is our this is our last superlative, and I think uh, rightfully so. And kind of the well, we'll we'll well, like you said, we'll jump back down to the to kind of the uh, continuing into next year. Um, but you you'll start with uh with fighter of the year uh male and female i i did i did uh consider that this time male and okay, female, so so did, yeah okay me too um yeah so uh I, honestly female uh i mean i could have gone I with Zhang, yeah i could have gone with willie Zhang again um i uh I, I went with shevchenko because of the nature of her finishes over Ooh. barely over amanda um i mean amanda could just be it every year i feel like yeah. Um, Spoiler so, alert, that's mine, but I'll touch on that. Go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, oh, I picked Shevchenko over Amanda. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, but it, I mean, you talk about just neck and neck. And I, I guess maybe the only thing I docked Amanda for was not finishing um, GDR. Uh, GDR. Yeah. But I mean, talk about nitpicking. Like, anyway. uh, yeah. So, but yeah. Well, I women... think it's them two. Uh, to be honest, okay. I was going to say it's them two and everybody else, but it's kind of, it's kind of the three of them. It's kind of, yeah. Kind of the three champs, so but I still think Shevchenko and Amanda kind of are anyway. That's, that's yeah, just legacy wise, they're they're ahead of everybody, I think. But anyway, uh, we'll see what Wheelie Jing has as she defends her title. But and then for the men, I mean, I, oh, I uh, I mean, this is I feel like everyone's number one and number two is. I mean, it's even. I mean, there was multiple articles on it when I was looking at it. Is it Masvidal or is it Izzy? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I actually, I was starting out leaning toward Izzy, and then I, I ended. I, I called an audible like last minute, and I'm going to go uh, Masvidal for Fighter of the Year. Me too. Uh, <laughs> because I just, yeah, just the nature of his wins. Till Askren and Diaz is all a yeah. little bit more of a murderer's row than. Honestly, the, to, to me, that is a little bit tougher of a lineup um, than Brunson, Gastelum. Um, uh, now, I mean Silva, uh, but I mean Silva's. Oh uh, my god, I forgot version. about the Silva fight. But I mean, that, <laughs> and that, but that fight was like I just felt spectacly, you know. It was a, it just, dude, it was a sparring match. It was a sparring match, you know, and it didn't have that same feel, um, but. Uh, now, I mean, then he, you know, he pops back up and he, he, uh, um, knocks out Robert Whitaker the way he does, which, you know, throws him right in the conversation. But I just think, I mean, both of them covered an insane amount of ground this oh, year. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I went with Masvidal. I'll let you, you can elaborate a little more, more too. And I'll go ahead and throw my dark horses in. Uh, I had two dark horses uh, for fighter of the year. And I mean, like I said, it, it was kind of Masvidal and Izzy and then everyone else, but I, I think t- two guys worth mentioning. Um, Cejudo still, I mean, I mean to, to become yeah. two division champ and then to, uh, beat a, uh, you know, a super game. Um, Mariah's was, uh, and the way he did that was very impressive. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I mean, I'll tip my cap to Cejudo. And then the other one, a dark horse to mention, I think was Jared Cunningham. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, now, technically, his win over David Branch was the end of last year, but right um, three or six yeah, days ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty close to the end of last year. And then um, he, you know, came in and got two, I mean, a brutal win over Silva and then to beat the Joker um, the way he did. Um, to beat Hermanson the way he did was yeah, just... and I honestly I thought Hermanson was going to be a problem for the whole division just because of his style, just because yeah. of his kind of Khabib esque grab you 
like yeah. you know get close you know i didn't think anybody was gonna put i didn't think i was gonna put her manson away like that but to get right. absolutely pummeled by can yeah that was that was nuts canon is a great pick yeah so so yeah i uh those were two um dark horses but i mean just not high profile enough and then the volume of winning right we saw um from from the others was just was unreal so um but yeah those are my guys you can go ahead um okay yeah so female i touched on it uh amanda nunez 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 um i like you said she can kind of be it every year just because she is like i don't know she is the female goat the the thing that because it was it was for me too it was nunez and shevchenko i think most people would would do that and i'm a huge shevchenko fan she's my favorite she really she probably is my favorite female fighter um i think what kind of was rough for me was that First of all, I mean the I, the Jessica I knockout was amazing, but it was Jessica I. Right. Yeah. I mean uh, that's kind of that's kind of where it yeah. falls flat for me. Um, is is a little bit of the 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 caliber, but like you said, I don't know at the set. You know, she she didn't finish GDR, but she but Amanda, you know, knocked out the probably one of the best female kickboxers of all time. So you can kind of get you know give give and take points for both of them. That's just kind of where my head went. Is that you know is is just kind of the you know she knocked out Holly Holm versus knocking out Jessica. I. That's kind right. of where my my logic ended up there. But you know it's it's kind of a, a coin flip there. And I'm a fan of both of them. They're they're kind of two of the female goats. And honestly, I hope they fight again. We can talk about that another time. I hope they fight again because they are kind of head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, right. And then male, I saw it coming. Yeah, I mean Izzy Jorge are very close, but I think it. I personally give it to jorge because yeah the style of finishes um izzy didn't stop someone who had a hype train like ben um you know jorge had his fight where he was supposed to be you know izzy wasn't supposed to be a uh what's you know what what did we use it wasn't supposed to be a stepping stone fight for anybody and jorge was and he slept him um so two hype trains and then to man to not embarrass (laughs) because we love nate diaz so much but yeah. to dominate <laughs> Nate oh, Diaz yeah. so bad, uh, you know, after and, a comeback and, fight. Right, and Nate has looked the best since, you know, since oh, he's yeah. come back. I mean, he's looked like a top tier. Oh, yeah, he looks great. He, he, he really beat Pettis handily. Yeah. So yeah, that handily, was, so. and then, uh, you know, I mean, levels. Dude, MMA math is so backwards. Pettis beat one, Pettis beat Wonder Boy. Nate whipped Pettis, and that, and then Jorge, yeah. who lost to Wonder Boy, witnessed. Anyway, yeah. Um, I know. So yeah, I, I I just give it to Jorge. You know, a lot of the points you covered, all the same. Uh, my dark horse is Volkanovski, oh, uh, yeah, because if well, he just got the belt. He went from being kind, not nobody, but to being just like yeah, he's a solid featherweight to the champ to beating one of the best. I won't say the best because people give Joe Rogan crap for saying that all the time. But um, for beating easily, we'll, we'll say safely, top two best featherweights of all time. It's you know Jose and Max are, are kind of the two, are the two guys there, and to you know to beat Max in a year's time because Volkanovski's fight with Chad Mendez was in December was on the Jones Gustafson two card, but um, Volkanovski beat Mendez, Aldo, and Holloway. <laughs> wow! In yeah. a, in a yeah. year's time, yeah, uh, that's that's a pretty impressive. Uh... That's a very yeah. impressive featherweight little run there. So I think, you know, yeah. I, I he doesn't get fighter of the year, but he's a guy that it's like, let's not forget what this guy did <laughs> in his division this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, that's a good call. So that's, that. those are our fighters of the year. Um, and then 
uh, we can just kind of discuss uh, predictions, um, you know, for for fighter of the year, um, fighter of the year next year. I'm excited to see. I Jorge's road is shorter lived than I think people realize because uh, yeah. he's got Usman and Colby Covington ahead of him. <laughs> That's right. the biggest reason I think so. Um, so Jorge's my fighter of the year this year. Uh, I'm not counting him out. He's he. He's fantastic. He looks to be getting better every time. He's just finishing people. I mean, he just he's doing it. You know, he's just right. Even when you're counting him out, like I don't know if he's going to get that opportunity. He does it. So he's always got the opportunity. You never know. Um, but Usman and Colby are just such killers in that division that I don't know. And I think there's guys even behind Jorge that can still beat him. I think Stephen Thompson might beat Wonderboy or uh, Stephen Thompson might beat Jorge in a rematch because he kind of handled him yeah. the first time. Um, yeah. Yeah, so styles, I, styles make fights for sure. Yeah, right. So I, I think I think there's not a lot of. I, it's not that I hope not because Jorge's a good personality and he's bringing a lot of attention. So it's not that I hope it doesn't go that way. Six months ago, after he beat Askren, I would have hoped you know he was uh, done for. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't think he has a lot of road ahead. I am more excited to see what comes of uh, Izzy because he just you know he's kind of creating he's creating a huge legacy right now he's undefeated um he just you know he just absolutely snatched the middleweight belt um so and i you know he's got some big names there yoel paulo cannonier i mean those are big fights that can be formulated in the next year and then the last thing i'll say regarding next year is the you know hands together praying this christmas you know i hope we get it is the is the ferguson khabib fight right because if if khabib this is it Whoever the winner of that fight is the best lightweight of all time, and the lightweight division has always been one of the most, if not consistently, the most stacked division in the UFC, always. So, right. I, I think the winner is the best lightweight of all time, and they, if they can extend their legacy even after that win, that will be absolutely insane. So that's that's yeah. my that's my twenty twenty kind of visions looking forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, I'm ours aligned pretty closely. Um, yeah, I I think uh, the two that I, I originally had uh, down, I, I kind of reneged on a little bit just because um, I just don't know about their activity level. Um, mm-hmm. Two that I were I was thinking that are going to have a big uh, a big year are uh, going to be Usman. Um, but it's just when is he going to get back in again? If he doesn't get back in until August, he fights one time next year. He's not going to be fighter of the year. Um, but I mean, Usman's next, you know, title defense and the next two title defenses are going to be massive. Um, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Dependent upon who, who they're against. But I mean, he's, he's going next year, if he can get two fights in, he's going to be toying with that Tyron Woodley because Tyron Woodley only had four defenses. So he's right. going to be starting to approach that Tyron Woodley level. And then once he ascends past Woodley's kind of level of greatness, then it's going to be like him and GSP in the conversation for best 170 ever. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Which, by the I way, think, stylistically, that fight would be nuts to watch. Prime right. GSP, prime Usman. Um, the other guy that I had written down was also kind of, it's going to depend on his activity level. Um, but same thing. Uh, and this is my mind getting away, running away with me a little bit. Uh, but Paulo Costa, <laughs> yeah. If Paulo can come in and you know, I mean, hopefully he gets Izzy. I think that's the big payoff we've all been wanting. Um, but I wouldn't be mad at a Costa Yoel too. I mean, that's for sure. But um, if he can come in, I I think I think he beats. I know you 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 said like I'm never betting against Izzy again, but I think just I think he will give Izzy problems with his physical. Wait, Yoel or Paulo? 
Paulo. Yeah, um, okay. I think he'll give Izzy problems, but just power and speed, and uh, you know, um, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a problem. And then if he, and then if he wins, then all of a sudden the John Jones conversation with the one eighty five er becomes John and Paulo. Oh and my then, God! And Paulo's yeah. bigger than Josh. <laughs> so I mean that that would be amazing. But yeah, you talk about a guy that's got an opportunity to come in and kind of burst through that ceiling at 185. Yeah. Um, and I'm just choosing to believe he's going to do it. Um, but God, he's, got I hope the, so. he's got the biceps thing going on. Um, but I mean, it looks like he's starting to. I mean, he he did a grappling match um over in uh, Brazil somewhere uh, recently, like an okay. exhibition thing. So I mean, he's he's active. Uh, so it's not like he's completely shelved. Um, it's good. So yeah, I I I, I would I said those two, but then yeah, the the third leg of that is whoever wins Tony and Khabib, and then they turn around and they get another one in the year are going to be probably leading the conversation just from yeah. beating each other, or if it's a close fight and they fight again. Man, yeah, which is yeah. which is very pot. I mean, because yeah, there it's it's them and everybody else. So right, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm insanely excited for the year ahead. Uh, those are those are our those are our superlatives, our awards, if you will. Um, we've got a little bit of a hiatus. Oh God, we have a, a little <laughs> bit of a hiatus again. Um, is the is, the next card isn't Connor, is it? The is next pay per view card is. Um, what's before uh, that? Because uh, what is that? That's UFC 246. I'm trying to think. What falls right before that? Um, Do we know? Uh, I, I feel this yeah, is the this is the casual in us. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> hold on, hold yeah. on. Here, let's see. Um, that's, because that's, I know that's I, definitely the next big fight. Because uh, I think we got like three weeks ahead. Is it? Yeah, I mean, look, upcoming. Yeah. Wow. There's, there, oh. there's nothing. There's nothing to and, for, and that car blows, dude. <laughs> it really does. After that, because I mean, the Pettis uh, Ferreira fight is like fine, but who is it before? I mean, Sadiq Yusuf, that's cool, but these aren't pay per view guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, well, then Claudia Gadelha. What? Yeah. It, well, they've got like a handful of real. Uh, but it, they're they're spreading them thin over these first cards. Yeah, you got some guy, I mean, it's it's kind of gone out with a bang here. So you got a lot of stars that are healing up. Um, so yeah, you can tell that on the cards because in the Blade Santos card, there's not a lot else on that. Right. Um, uh, Jones well, they, and Reyes. Um, that's the. They still got time to like kind of piece together some some fights. That's the she- that's got Shevchenko and Derek Lewis. And- TV, which is so, so, but just weird. Um, yeah, it's not anything to write home about. Uh, and then the Felder Hooker fight's going to be good, but then yeah, Emil Meek is the the number two. Man, player, I put so, this. Yeah. I, I tweeted this out earlier. Dan Hooker's acting real hot for a guy that was assaulted like he was a child on oh, the street yeah. by Barboza a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Barboza, who's like an eight ranked dude, absolutely. I mean, that was like Barbosa fighting me. That was one of the worst beatdowns like I've ever. That was that was rough, dude. Like I have a hard time watching that. But um, that was just like a random thought that I put out earlier. Um, but as I was saying, we got a little bit of a hiatus here. I guess the next one, you know, it, they're not going to put together like a fight night. So you know, we got Cowboy uh, Connor. That's something to stew on. That's something to be excited for. The next time we're watching live UFC, it will be the return of Conor McGregor. And that's, you know, that's exciting. Yeah. Like him or hate him. I think everybody's going to be tuning in. If you say you're not, uh, you're a liar. You're even more <laughs> casual than us. Um, so, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Those are our uh, our superlatives. Um, I'm having a hard time saying that word. <clears throat> but we'll 
Just restart it, man. Yeah, the whole thing. No, we'll uh, we'll probably put out um, like a, you know, a placeholder podcast or two, kind of discussing you know whatever's you know ahead, potential matchups. Um, who knows? But um, as always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed, uh, review, you know, subscribe, all that. But uh, thank you, and you know, happy holidays, and uh, thanks for listening. All right.